Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. and acknowledge your need, He's willing to recreate you on the inside and make you a new being, a new creation in Christ. Mark 10, 17, one more little quick example of that. Jesus was, it says, now as He was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before Him and asked, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that if you're willing to confess and repent of your sins, Christ will make you into a new creation. You won't be your old self plus Jesus. You become something entirely new plus Jesus. The old you and all of the things you did die, and a son or daughter of Christ is born. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 7 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We have this, most, most people have this idea that people are basically good. The Bible says people are fundamentally bad, fallen, corrupted by sin, M- meaning, meaning that our nature, as the Apostle Paul worded it in his letter to the Romans, we are children of wrath apart from his intervention. And see, that's, that's the thing. Remember, remember the toddler? that needs to come to the place of understanding. I need my daddy's help. I need mama to help me with this. Well, in the same way, it's critically important that you and I understand I can't fix myself. I am fundamentally messed up. I'm evil. But God has made a provision for us to be transformed. And see, the the world around us would like us to believe that Well, a little more education or enlightenment, you know, you just just meditate long enough, you'll be good. No, you won't. You'll be somebody who is fundamentally evil and knows how to meditate. (laughs) I remember my dad telling me one time, he said, you know, when you educate a crook, you have an educated crook. And if I had wanted to make you a really good crook, I would have sent you to law school. That took me a while. I thought he was slamming lawyers until I thought that thing through, right? You want to be a really, really, really good thief? Go to law school. Learn how not to do it. Learn, you know, learn the, the details of it. Every human being is flawed. Every human being is fundamentally evil. Every human being is in need of radical transformation, not enlightenment, not education. You need to be recreated by your creator, 
That's why Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. There's only one way, that is to be recreated. The only way he can recreate you without showing bias and favoritism, the penalty had to be paid. So Jesus came, God sent his son to be executed so that you and I can be pardoned. Anybody, who's, anybody who comes and says, okay, yep, I admit it, I messed up. Daddy, will you help me? I can't fix myself. I can't do anything with this. God says, yes, absolutely. He's eager. That's why he sent Jesus in the first place. He's eager. If you're willing to humble yourself and acknowledge your need, he's willing to recreate you on the inside and make you a new being, a new creation in Christ. Mark 10, 17, one more little quick example of that. Jesus was, it says, now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him and asked, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good, but one, and that is God. So there again, we have Jesus Christ establishing there are no good people on the planet. No one is good. God is good. And the rest of us were just messed up. But he's offering to recreate you. I'm going to give you the chance to respond to that before we're done today. To be like that little kid who says, yeah, I can't, I, I can't do it. God, will you please help me? The last point, we call it the golden rule, verse 12, therefore... Whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. It's, it's fascinating to me that he links it to the previous passage. Therefore, there, what is it pointing back to? Therefore, because God is so good, because if you ask, it'll be given. If you seek, you'll find. If you knock, the door will be open. Because your Father in heaven knows how to give good gifts to those who ask, because of these things, in light of these things, he says, whatever you want done to you, do it to others. Isn't that interesting? And it's proactive. He sees it's not a response. Don't wait for them to do it. They may never do it. You do it. You do it. Take, take the initiative and be a blessing to your neighbors and your coworkers, you know. Determine that you're going to be the friend that you wish you had. That you're going to be the spouse that you wish you had. You know how many, one of the things that drives me crazy as a pastor, I'm just being honest, is to hear husbands complaining about their wives and wives complaining about their husbands, and both are focused on what needs to change in the other person. The reason it frustrates me is that was me, so focused on what she needed to change, do what you want done. And, and I, you know, Elizabeth, Elizabeth busted me so bad last night. You know, we, she, she was late getting, getting home. And, um, you know, we had a parents meeting here. And, and, and then, you know, I went back to my little study cave at, at home. And she got home a little earlier than I expected her yesterday afternoon. She sends me a text message. Now, she's in the living room and I'm in my little cave. She sends me a text message. Do you want to eat salmon with me at 7? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You're going to cook salmon? I'm, yes, I'll be there. <laughs> so I come in and, and she's got the salmon, 
you know, they're cooking in the oven, you know, it was like 7.15 and, and, and then I see this green stuff next to it and I'm like, oh, what is that? Kale. Oh, great. Kale. That's what I was hoping for. It was actually delicious, by the way. She did it in the oven. It was all crispy and stuff. I didn't know kale could taste like that. So we finish and I'm sitting there in my little magic chair in the living room, kind of, you know, in the zone brain's turned off. I'm disconnected. And I hear her rattling around in the kitchen. So I yell out, what are you doing? She says, I'm cleaning up. <laughs> yeah. In other words, what are you doing while I'm in here washing your dishes? So I got up and went in the kitchen. We need to be the spouse we want. You see what I mean? Are you the kind of coworker that you want your coworkers to be? A lot of times we spend so much time complaining about other people. We need to be the person that we wish they were. That's what the Bible says. Be that kind of coworker. Be that kind of friend. Be that kind of spouse, that kind of church member. Be that person. God will give you the ability and the wisdom to do it, and he's even offering to give you the desire. That fascinates me. I mean, isn't that something, you know, God says he will even give you the correct desires. If you'll sincerely submit yourself to him as the God of your life, the ruler of your heart. In Philippians 2.13, the Bible says, it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. God wants to work within you to live your best life, to live in harmony with his will. It's not saying that as soon as you give your life to Jesus, all your desires are going to automatically be in sync with God's will, but it is saying that he'll begin to birth within you the desires to please him, the desires to live in harmony with his plans, desires that are not there naturally. Psalm 37, and with this I close, Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Our problem is we delight in everything but him. The simple solution to that is repent. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia, so she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.